It's time for more Bet MGM Tonight with Ryan, Trista, and Nick on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM. If you're wondering if the uh, Celtics made this thing any closer, they didn't. It's 111.73. Game actually got bumped from TNT for another blowout, actually, because the Mavs are... Well, I guess at least this is a, what, a 12 point Did game. Did they actually now. bump it from TNT? No, no, yeah, because we switched it. it. Oh, no, they bumped it, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, I see, yeah a lot of, well, I see a lot of people on Twitter talking about it. I was going to say, that it. could just be me. Right? Yeah. No, no, people <laughs> on social media are talking about it. I guess they got bumped. Sheesh. The I NBA mean, should do that more. Yeah. Honestly, they really should. Just be like, you know what? We're not putting this on. This, this, nobody needs to watch this anymore. So, does that mean. Since it's a nationally broadcast game, I guess you still have the local broadcast for that too. I'm like, so where yeah. is it on TV? But you got the local; it's just blacked out yeah. in those areas until yeah. So just the local broadcast. Yeah. Like, you know, everybody keeps flipping about about this Peacock stuff, which is I funny to me, right? Like, I who doesn't have Peacock? Do you guys not watch classic Attitude Era WWF? Like, uh, if, you, if you people in the middle off, of the country the office, probably don't. The, the WWE office. Network, man. Yeah, you, you got to have Peacock. The Royal Rumbles in two weeks. CM Punk's back. He's the favorite to win it, but. Even if um, the good thing is, if you live in South Florida, you don't need Peacock. Or if you live in Kansas City, it'll be the local televised game. That's for true. You, you so at least have that. You don't want to pay the 10 bucks? Just take a quick trip to Miami or Kansas City. <laughs> Speaking much, of. Much cheaper, some money. Much cheaper right? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of this Celtics game, Keith Smith said something on Twitter that I think is absolutely true. He says, why do they keep scheduling big games on uh, national TV on back to backs? They should not have put the Celtics yeah. Bucks game after the Celtics have to go on the road on a back-to-back. That doesn't make any damn sense. And they were playing the Minnesota Timberwolves, and maybe the NBA, when they scheduled this game, didn't think the Timberwolves were going to be very good, but that was a dogfight, and they had to call their way back to overtime and win in overtime, barely covered, the 6.5, not the 10.5, and then they go on the road to Milwaukee against a very hungry team uh, on national television. Didn't make any damn sense. Like as much as I, because I still love the NBA. I love the playoffs and I love games that matter. The problem is the regular season. Like I was actually effing with the in-season tournament because guys kind of cared, right? Yeah, right. And problem you knew is, what the motivation was. Yeah, like eighty-two games. The regular season means absolutely nothing. When we're sitting here and it's January eleventh, like to, tonight, the Suns and the Lakers are going to play. One of those teams is going to get themselves right. Maybe, maybe not though. But both teams are about five hundred this season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they don't care until later on in this. The Miami Heat are a perfect example. They were a play-in team. They were in the play-in tournament. The Bulls had a three-point lead with two minutes to go, and then they were in the NBA Finals. So I still love the NBA. It's not like I'm this big NBA hater. It's just like I can't really get in. It used to be like Christmas, I'll start to care. Now it's just get me to the playoffs and let's have everybody healthy. It's also Especially the, the younger teams that care more. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the older teams are in that mindset of I just want to get to the playoffs. That's true. Like, I love watching OKC. I mean, this is the second night of a back-to-back. Yep. That's why I faded them. They were just in Miami last night. It doesn't matter. They're up 38 points in the third quarter. It's, it's just, it matters more. The Suns, those guys just want to stay healthy. They can't keep their big three on the court. The Lakers, it's like they can't play basketball and then they make some trades and they look like a team again and then they come back this year and they don't look like a team again and it, they're just old and LeBron's tired of carrying the team by himself and yeah. it's just yeah it is we night after night in the NBA you don't know what you're going to get it is massively difficult I I, I get it I wish I wish they'd extend the the play in tournament or no. play in, the the in season tournament no get, take it all the way yeah. to the take it away to the All Star break right like do I, I don't know do something one thing I will say in defense of the NBA I'm kind of back in and you guys know damn straight why. Chet. Only the Bulls. Only the Bulls. <laughs> How about the Bulls? Undefeated since Zach came back. Kobe White, another 30 points last night. But aren't they bringing Zach off the bench? Yeah. 
Yeah. They've won a couple games in a row. I think, like, man, I saw Bill Simmons tweet this last night. Bulls, top six seed in the East. Oh, boy. It could happen. That's all I ask for. Like, I don't need to run to the finals. That's not going to happen. But, like, as a Knicks fan, don't you feel better? Like, they have a shot to yeah. get to the Eastern Conference Finals. But that's a that's a different story because the Knicks are actually a legit team. Yeah, but they haven't been a legit team for two decades. Yeah. Maybe longer. Yeah. Like, it, it's been forever. So I get it. Because you're stuck with a team in NBA purgatory right now. Right. All we ask kind for, of in the like, middle. get to the playoffs, have a chance. Not just the, you know, the play-in tournament. Like, get to the playoffs, a seven-game series, and I'm happy. It's been a long time. <laughs> A really long time. I mean, I, I get it. You know, it, it's it when you sit there and you have a team that's kind of constructed of kind of aging stars it. with all the money that they have, Probably and you not. sit there and Zach Levine is yeah. in and out of the lineup, and no one wants to play with him, and they're better when he's not on the floor. It's it's a roller coaster. But I see, I already see the roller coaster that you went on with the Packers happening with the Bulls with you right now. That's what's going on. I see it in your eyes. Mm -hmm. You're excited now, and it's going to be an up and down roller coaster because it's the NBA. So, uh, so we've got to. Playoff futures now that BetMGM has just posted as we get set for Super Wild Card Weekend. Super Wild Card Weekend, Trista. The heavy favorite to lead the playoffs in receiving yards. Now, keep in mind with this, this is total. So this means when you're looking at this market and a lot of these, you can't just play one game. It's got to be multiple games. It's got to be really the most games. That's, that's yeah. what's going to benefit you if you're taking really anybody in just about any of these markets. So we'll start with receiving yards. To lead the playoffs in receiving yards, C.D. Lamb, the heavy favorite at plus 185, followed by Tyree Kill at plus 750 with Amon Ross St. Brown. Brandon Ayuk's at 850. Uh, Diggs is at 11 to 1 with A.J. Brown 12 to 1. And Rasheed Rice, interesting enough, at 14 to 1 with Amari Cooper. Now, C.D. Lamb, that makes sense. The problem is, you got to sit here and also believe that the Cowboys are going to get to, let's say, at least the. NFC Championship game. Yeah. You've got to believe in that. So it can't just be, I like this player. It's also got to be, how far can this team go given the matchups that are ahead of them? I think the number the number that makes the most sense, and also I can see the actual path, is Amari Cooper 14-1. to Why? Because what if Amari Cooper against the Texans has a similar game that he had the last time he played the Texans? 265 yards receiving. That can go a very long way in making you the leading receiver. Even if you get a great, have a great game next, next week against a team like the Bills, yeah, maybe the weather's not great. Or, you know, maybe they end up facing the Kansas City Chiefs and you play another team, right? Because that's kind yeah. of the pathway for you. You say to yourself, well, he's a long way there. Even if he was to have 80 yards receiving which is around his prop right now in the in second in the second week that's over 300 yards receiving I think that wins the award yeah yeah so I'm just looking at guys so especially if you like the Browns right yes. like you know you're gonna need probably two playoff games and that's why the first number that jumped off the page for me was Zay Flowers at 20 to 1 just because you know he's the guy that takes the top off the defense yes. he had 858 receiving yards just went Three catches, 106 against the Dolphins, averaged 35 yards per reception. But they have the bye, and then when they come out of the bye, they're going to have home field advantage. If we get those cold weather games, exactly. especially the way they run the ball, I want to stay away. CeeDee Lamb, the price makes sense because Dallas is at home against Green Bay. Um, that's going to be a nightmare matchup. And really, he's going to be a nightmare matchup against every single team. Philadelphia can't cover the slot. Tampa Bay, like if, if they were to win that game, can't really cover. And then San Francisco, as good as they are defensively, the one area you could attack them down the field, and that would be CeeDee Lamb. Right. Tyreek, like, are they gonna be able, are they gonna be able to throw the ball in the cold weather? Ankles and, bung, banged up. Yeah, and they're four and a half point dogs to Kansas City. So the guy that jumped off the page for me would be Stefan Diggs, eleven to one, 
because I like the Bills to make a run. Gabe Davis has never emerged as that number two receiver, and he's hurt right now. I like Shakir. Now, the tight ends are fine, but Diggs, when it comes to playoff time, he's going to get 10-11. I mean, at right. the lowest amount of targets is going to be like 10-11 per game. But what about Brandon Ayuk at plus 850? San Francisco is a nightmare matchup for every single team in the NFC except for maybe the Rams. I like them to go to the Super Bowl. Everybody's going to bet Debo, I get it. But Brandon Ayuk's had a monster year, man. He's no, he's wide receiver number one. 1,300 yards this season on just 75 receptions. So I kind of like Brandon Ayuk. And his number, you can see that he's obviously uh, uh, has shorter odds than than Debo. So that makes sense. Debo's 22 to 1. Yeah, and Brandon Ayuk actually opened up 15 to 1. Probably took some money because he's all the way down to plus 850. Me and PJ talked about this yesterday. I really like him just because I think they have a path, obviously, to the Super Bowl. So he's going to play more games. The problem is... Uh, first round bye, of course. Right. Ayuk has that chemistry too with Brock Purdy. Like they, they yeah. made it clear even remember before the season you started hearing more and more about in camp. They were just like Brandon Ayuk, workouts yeah. in the offseason, Brandon Ayuk. So you knew you're starting to see that groundswell for him taking a big leap, and he really did this year. The only thing that's concerning about the 49ers is like they spread the ball out so much, so there's always that risk. You could now, if you did believe in the Lions, now You've, they've got to get through the Rams first, which is going to be insanely difficult. But let's say you're on that path that you think that the Lions are a team that's a team of destiny. You think that this is a team where their offense is going to overcome all the defensive efficiencies they have. Amon Ross St. Brown at plus 750 is somebody that you at least consider. Now, earlier in the year, it kind of felt like the Lions were right three, four, like, kind of that, that second tier in the NFC. It felt like 49ers, Eagles, and then you're looking at Cowboys, then probably Lions. But now... We can poke holes in every single team in the NFC. And I'd even argue with the 49ers because Brock Purdy has a little playoff experience, but the last game he played and he couldn't actually physically throw the football at all. Yeah. And if they get down at all and you watch the way the regular season ended, I mean, forget week 18, they obviously had nothing to play for. We can't really use that as a, a judgment, but you still watch what happened against the Ravens. Like, what type of 49ers team? And it's crazy to say that given how confident we felt about them for, you know, post-buy specifically. Yeah. Like, what 49ers team are you going to get where... Could the 49ers get knocked out a little early? Is this one of those unpredictable type of playoffs where it's the Lions in the NFC Championship game? What about Cup? We like the Rams. 50-1 to 1 for mm-hmm. Cooper Cup is, is pretty tasty. And I think if you imagine it in your head, you're thinking to yourself, if Cooper Cup is leading in receiving yards during the playoffs, would anybody be surprised? No. Like, no. Cooper Cup has a great matchup against the Lions. If you like the Rams to win that game, which I think we all kind of do, that's a great number. There's no reason that number should be 50 to 1. Right. And I'm looking at some, that that was right where I was going to go, too. Cooper Cup, 50 to 1. You're not going to get that price again. I mean, like if the Rams are a better team. And then I know, like, he kind of came on the second half of the season, but he missed all of last year. And he's kind of become a number one wide receiver. There's no Mark Andrews, and I do like Isaiah Likely, but what do you think about Odell Beckham Jr., 125 to 1? If wow. the Ravens are going to make a run to the Super Bowl, he gets back to uh, his Rams days. I mean, there's just there are some good prices. Mm. I mean, George Kittle, 50 to 1, if you like San Francisco. Um, you know, honestly, though, too, since you mentioned Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua is 30 to 1. Yep. I mean, that's another yeah. one, too, where it almost feels like we haven't gotten there yet because Matt Stafford still has more comfort with Cooper Cup. They've got more chemistry, they've done this for years. But he's really throwing the football a lot, a lot of targets to Puka Nakua, and rightfully so. Yeah, and he's yeah, like you said, and he's more of the deep threat too. Mm-hmm. So that's a good price mm-hmm. for me. It would be Ayuk, and it would be Diggs though, because I think the Bills make a run. Hopefully, the Niners make a run, and my twenty dollars bet uh, bet wins me nine hundred dollars for that exact matchup. <laughs> so maybe I'm just the king of wishful thinking, but that's what I'm looking at. You know, teams that I think that are going to make a run. If you think the Chiefs could actually do it. 
Rasheed Rice is 14 to 1. Couldn't do it. Why? Because I think that the only way that they get through these playoffs running running the ball. What about Travis Kelsey at 20 to 1? No. Maybe in his in his in his uh He's just—he's been holding back all season long. He's been playing possum for the playoffs. He's gonna go well, on a celibacy like, it's vow. Not even, it's not even that, and and he's washed clearly. Like he's not—he's yeah. never gonna be like twenty-eight-year-old Travis Kelsey again. But he's gonna have 10, 11 targets because him mm-hmm. and Mahomes are boys, and just by default because there's nobody else. And he's Travis always, Kelsey's in the playoffs is he's insane. Always too. open in the middle of the field. I wish I liked the Browns a little bit more because David Njoku is sixty-six to one. Like all of his routes, oh, I love the way that they're slow. using him this year. He's in the backfield. Yep. He's a tight end. He's in slot, man. And he could go for like 40, 50 yards per, per catch. Well, last year, Travis Kelsey led the playoffs in receiving yards, 257. Then it was Jamar Chase, 220. Obviously won't be there. Then it was Debo at 211. Devonta Smith after that. And then C.D. Lamb at 185. Debo, 22-1. to one. Yep. Well, now another one here, too. George Kittle. He had 164 last year. They go deep. Does George Kittle get a decent amount of targets? I feel like they're spreading the ball out more than they even did last year. Ayuk's yeah. kind of taking that next step. Yeah. So it's probably harder for George Kittle. But I feel, this feels like it's... Because you have to have confidence in these teams going a certain certain distance, too. And we, we look at us. We've all sat here going... I mean, right now you're most confident in probably the Ravens in the AFC. I'd still say 49ers in the NFC, but yeah. the way the season ended, I don't feel as strong about them as I did before. There's a lot of question marks and a lot of parity right now heading into the playoffs. So that trickles down from the teams to then the players in this market, too. I mean, listen, Christian McCaffrey is the favorite to lead in rushing yards, right? Plus 185. Makes sense. 49ers, mm-hmm. deep run. I mean, come on. We, we, we understand the amount of carries that he gets. Then after that, it's James Cook, plus 450. Your guy, Tony Pollard, eight Couldn't to one. It. Kyron Williams, eleven to one. Devin Singletary's twelve. DeAndre Swift, who may not even be playing, sixteen to one. Like I think he's still hurt, right? He did he practice? Do we have that? Uh, Swift today. I think I thought he got it in a limited. Let me check okay. on that though. Um, I yeah, I mean, and you really expect them to make a run, right? And so he, no, he practiced. He had a, he got in a full practice. He did today. get a full, full practice. practice. Okay, today. so yep. that's good. That's yep. good for the Eagles because they got a lot of injuries right now. Yeah, AJ Brown didn't practice. Reed Blankenship didn't practice, and uh, Sidney Brown. So they're all beat up in that secondary. And it looks like with Jalen, they're going to tape that finger up. Any any chance that the Eagles do make a run though? I mean, because I was looking at like AJ Brown receiving yard props, but I mean he's also hurt right now. I I definitely think he's going to give it a go, and Devonte Smith's going to give it a go, but they're not going to be a hundred percent. I right. hate everything Eagles. Me I really too. do. Like not just in general, like I normally do. Scott's team, I hate them so much, but also because they're playing horrific football right now. There's Gosh. nothing that I love in the rushing yard market because James Cook would make sense plus four fifty, but yeah. these weather games are going to be nuts. Yeah. And we've got just some matchups where I think maybe I don't love James Cook in that. I mean, you're getting, like, sometimes booms, sometimes busts from James Cook. I just don't like the rushing yard market at all. Oh, I mean, you know, well, Kyron Williams, 11-1, if you like the Rams, yeah. he's going to get the touches. He's going to get I just think this carries. matchup is not great. Um, so he's going against Detroit. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. he's already starting at a disadvantage. Yeah, yeah. limits him I can see him having like 50 rushing yards in this game. The only thing would be is if you ho- because he's playing in this game versus like Christian McCaffrey playing one fewer game, and it's say it's the Rams and 49ers in the NFC Championship game. Like, does Kyron Williams make up for lost time because of that? You know what right. I mean? Like, be- for that, but you're right. It's not. That's a top five defense against the run in, in Detroit. So it's like the one strength that they actually have defensively. So it's like Lamar 20 to one. Even I though could, he's a quarterback, I could see it. It's not crazy because he's gonna now. It's gonna he's be just cold gonna, weather games he's and just yeah. gonna get out there and get after it at this point, right? You're like, just let Lamar be Lamar. Yeah. So it's Ben MGM the night.